Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another Blended Podcast. That's right, and today we're going to be talking about faith. Faith. In you gotta it, have faith, faith, faith. <laughs> well, or not, listenership I don't know. just went down. That's right, sorry <laughs> yeah, about that. We don't sing, I promise sorry. not to sing anymore. We're way better talking than we are singing. That's right. Um, but it's funny because in the, the entire time that me and my wife have been together, yeah. faith was our biggest argument. Yeah, Derek didn't want to go to church. No, 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 no. <laughs> They went to two separate churches. We went churches. to two separate churches. And so coming through a divorce, um, me and the boys had got in the routine. So I have two boys. Right. And, and we're go, we went every Sunday to church. I picked them up Sunday morning. That's when I got right. them back. We went to church. So we had our routine. Right. And then Jesse had her church. <laughs> right. And so after about a year, it mm-hmm. was kind of like, hey, question yeah when are we going to start going to church together uh-huh. because i i want to be sitting in church with my family like right. if we are taking this forward like uh-huh. we're progressing i've met the kids you know we're planning on spending the rest of our lives together right. like what are we doing here what are we doing here yeah. um and my play wasn't even a year play more like eight <laughs> nine months yeah. and it was a hard juggle because well, because you both loved your churches, it's like you want to right. And I wasn't. It wasn't even that as much that for me. Yeah, the kids loved their church. Right. They had just went through the whole divorce, and so it was just <laughs> right. like, it's like another I don't change this change in their life. Right. And so you know, we just had some conversations, and and then conversations with the boys, and 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 kind of figured out the best game plan, like. The kids' ministry at the church kind of dwindled down during the summer. And right. so I'm like, hey, give me the summer. Then we'll start. Yeah. We'll come to, like, your VBS. We'll we'll make this transition start to happen yeah. a little slower. And the boys took it all in stride, and they love our church, and right. it's been great now. But that's right. a scary thing. Oh, yeah. Like, until you brought up this side of this, I yeah. had forgotten all about the same struggle we went through. So right. my husband, Chris, he went to his church. You know, him and his daughter, he made sure that he had his daughter Sunday and every other Wednesday because it was very important for him for to make sure he knew she was in church. Right. Not that her mom wouldn't take her, but right. he was like, it's my responsibility, so Absolutely. I want her on Sundays and every other Wednesday. And so they went, you know, she, Lena was comfortable with his church. Yeah. Same with us, me and Tana. You know, we'd been going to our church for eight years. It was all we knew. Yeah. And it was a family. This was our village. And same thing, it was like, we got to the point where every other week, like, well, we would go with Chris, right. and then he would come with us. We used to say we had visitation right. rights with each other's yeah, churches. Yeah. Or, if he came to my church, like, two Sundays, then people from his church were calling, like, wait, 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 where you're are not you going? Are you, go- you better not leave. You know, and we started getting those things. And what we had to do for us was... We had to go find our church. Right. We each had to leave our churches. And and the Lord made it. He worked it all out, and it all worked out, you know, for the better. Because, I mean, and here's the other thing. Like, for for instance, for my situation, my ex-wife had went to the church that me and the boys were still going to. Right. 
It's just an awkward. It is awkward. I mean, it's awkward. You, right. you roll in with a, a new, uh, <laughs> Here's a my new, new significant girl, right. right? People right. start to question because maybe they don't know you've went right. through divorce, and they're like, Who's "We went this to a bigger girl? church, right?" And so you didn't always see everybody, yeah. And so, or you're not explaining your business to everybody, right? All the time. And so it's it's awkward, and it's one of those places where sometimes people just kind of throw in the towel and walk away, right? But what we talked about, and and I think is interesting for a lot of people, um. That desire for your kids to be in church because you weren't there. And so even in a blended family, like thinking about it from this way, like if I didn't go to church and Jesse did. Right. She would have desired for me and the boys to To be there because it's a priority to her. Right. And that's my my situation. I did not grow up in church. I didn't start going to church till I was 27 years old. You know what I mean? Regularly. And it's like for me. I remember as soon as I had my daughter, though, thinking, I don't want her to be like me because I would go to church with friends and I never knew what they were talking about. You know, the teacher would ask a question. I'm like, I have Uh, no clue who that is or what they did in the Bible. You know what I mean? And so I always felt like an outcast. And if nothing else, I wanted her to be educated in it so that at least she knew what it was. You know, she had the background in it, and that's that's where I stood. And so after my divorce from, right. from her dad, it was very important for me to get, and of course it yeah. benefited me and forgiving right. him for things and all of that. But yeah, that's where I stood with it, and it made it all that important to me. And I, that's why I see for my husband, you know, him wanting to know his daughter is in church. Now, fast forward, we have a new church, our church, and his daughter isn't as comfortable at the new church. Now, it was very important that our kids were comfortable. We're like, right. you know, we can go to church anywhere. Right. But we want our kids to want to come here. Well, it's a bigger church than what she's used to. And so it's gotten to the point where she wants to go Sunday mornings with her mom. There are more kids. It's right. a smaller church. She knows, that, you know, more kids there and stuff. And so we let her choose. We're not going to force her. Oh, well, it's our Sunday. You have to go to church with us. We just get her after church now. You know what I mean? Right. Like Because it's more comfortable for her. It goes back to, like, listen to your kids. Obviously, don't give your kids full control here. But the important thing is that they want to be in church. Absolutely. And it's it's kind of crazy to think now even like christmas services or services that are big for the kids say that they're you know maybe they're singing or performing like the boy's mom comes and we all sit in the pew together and it's like it's one of those moments where it's like this is important to us it's important to the boys and it's important to their mom and so it's kind of a cool way to support them just like if it was a basketball game or anything anything else but i I think at the end of the day this is the one where you really got to have communication yeah you really got even for me it's the communication with your current spouse yeah and compromising wanting yes compromising like you and chris finding out hey I, I love your church. Right. I love my church. But I, it's not I, fair to really choose one no. or the other. And that's Let's where go. we were. It was right. like, if we choose yours, then my church is all, I said, 20 years down the road, we're going to have an argument and I'm going to say, I left my church yeah. for your church. You know, yeah. or you're going to say, I left my church. I mean, that's going to come up. Trust and, me. And even if not that, then, then Tana or Lena yeah. could we'll bring say, that up. have resentment because have resentment. Well, I had to leave my church. Right. And so... At the end of the day, again, you just find where your best suited to be, best fitting place for you yeah. and your family. Sometimes it's a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a start altogether because right. 
Yeah, maybe one of you didn't go, like you said. Like maybe the person you're marrying has never been involved in church, and you're getting them involved in their children for the first time. So, and so you've got to be patient. Yeah, because there's going to be those conversations. Listen, my kids have been raised in church, and there's still Sunday mornings where (laughs) my youngest is like, "I don't want to go because he's lazy and he'd rather stay and watch YouTube or whatever." And then there's Sundays he can't wait to go and yeah. sit in big church with me. Well, I was going to say, there's, that's the yeah. argument we had for a long time was, I don't want to go to children's church. Can I stay in big church with you? And then deciding what's worth the fight. You know what right. I mean? Sometimes at least, hey, at least they're here. They're going to hear God's word one way or another. But if it's important to you, then you've got to be willing to work through all the circumstances Yeah, and, and have those conversations. You know, for me, like Chris, it was important for them to go with me on Sundays. Right. Um, and, and, and eventually probably Wednesdays and work yeah. that schedule out. But, you know, for the time being, it, it, it is what it is now. Obviously the pandemic has thrown a wrench into <laughs> right. all that because, you know, it is hard to look at them and say, well, you wear a mask five days a week for eight hours a day. So now I'm going to make you wear it for three more hours right. on Saturdays or Sundays. And so we kind of every other, every couple just to keep them in it. And, right. you know, it's a lot more conversations at home and, right. You know, for me, I, I think, and, and you probably could agree, like, just conversations about faith yeah. in your home oh, yeah. are important. Yeah, we had one just uh, this weekend. So we were driving, all four of us, me, Chris, Tana, and Lena, and an ambulance came by. Well, me and Tana, as long as I can remember, if we see an ambulance, we just pray right then. We just say, Lord Jesus, you know, be yeah. with who, wherever they're going and whoever. It's just something we've always done. Right. And so the ambulance goes by. I hear my daughter in the back seat say, Lord Jesus, please be with the driver. You know, be with the people that they're going to get. You know, keep everybody safe, blah, blah, blah. Right. And Lena goes, you didn't shut your eyes. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, something as simple as that. And Tana was like, Lena, you don't have to shut your eyes, you know. So we got to have that whole conversation about how you can talk to God with your eyes open. You can, you know, but to a kid, it's like she goes, well, we always close our eyes when we're praying for food for our dinner, you know. And it's like, yeah, but you don't have to. That's just something we do, you know. And being right. able to explain to her, like, you know, hey, you can just talk to God right here, right now. You can say, hey. Lord, yeah. just wanted to tell you, da, 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 you know, whatever. And so she was just like, oh, okay, you know, and saw it for something other than just praying before a meal or praying right. at church or, you know what I mean? Like, and she prays before she goes to bed, but she always closes her eyes. So it's just small things like that it and is, being able and to it, have those conversations. It's important, too, during that to just be comfortable with having those conversations. Some people aren't like, and a lot of times I'll be honest, I, I put my husband on him because yeah. he's way better at like articulating or making it something they can understand. Like if the girls will ask a question, I'm always like, let me step back here. You're, you're better at this. You know what I mean? Just knowing your strengths and your weaknesses. But I think there's something too about that raw honesty. When you just say, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I do a lot. <laughs> and and I, I think. Or I say, let me look it up. You know, let me look. I'll try to see what I can find out for you. Right. And so I think at the end of the day, that's okay too. And, and it's okay. I think somewhere along the way, we, we've taken faith as something we have to force. Right. Even in our own lives or for other people's yeah. lives. And you don't. If you're right. just real and you're authentic and you live out your faith, mm-hmm. then people are going to be willing to ask questions. Right. 
Hey, I want to take a second to thank our sponsor, the Encouraging Radio app. That's right. It is a free app. You can listen to seven different stations in one app. There are four contemporary Christians, one Southern gospel, a positive gold, that's all the hits from your childhood, and the gift. Y'all, it is a Christmas station, 24 hours a day, 360, I about said seven days a week, but yes, seven <laughs> days a week, 365 days a year. If Christmas is your jam, you can listen anytime. So something else we've got to talk about, and oh, <laughs> I know for me, it's, it's been the real struggle is with your faith, like as you go through that divorce, guys, we are terrible at supporting other guys in these situations. Oh yeah. We're terrible. I can remember going through my divorce right, and sitting alone in church. Right. And... Coming to the point where it was like, oh, I don't know if I can keep doing this kind of thing. Right. But knowing it's what I needed my kids to be in. Right. And so I did it. I feel like females, if you sit by yourself, they're going to be like, hey, come sit with us. Yeah, I was going to say, know? no, females don't sit by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-COVID, we don't sit by ourselves. We can sit with our friends. And so. So I, you mean like you just sat alone in a I chair did. or in a pew. And I, you know, you hadn't for 10 years. Right. And so yeah, it was, it was a tough, I had a good girl gang at my church. Yeah, so right. I just jumped and, right and so what I'm trying to them. say is I'm used to being the third wheel. <laughs> you're probably thinking, why are we talking about this as a blended pocket? Well, right. because if reach out to those, because I was struggling in that time, right? I needed, you help. almost threw in the towel and going because to, as to avoid right. sitting alone, but because of my, you know, fears or being alone or whatever, right. I wasn't the best dad at home because I wasn't in a good place mentally right. or in a good place with there. my faith. <laughs> faith, I needed to be there, but then being there wasn't helping Caused me at home. more negative right. feelings. And so th- I know that there were seasons that I was probably grumpy and things. So as, as a blended family, as someone maybe as a single parent today, like right. you've got to understand those cues and how they can affect your mood and, and your right. mental health and, and all of those things. Because at the end of the day... Those are important in your blended family. Right. You know, and so if you've got to go through a season where you go by yourself. Right. Or you got to go through a season where you go to different churches or whatever. Right, whatever you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You got to be flexible. Yeah. You got to persevere. And Mm -hmm. and it's at the end of the day about the kids. Yeah. And maybe like Derek said, if you're maybe you're in a blended family, maybe you're just listening to this, but you're picturing that single dad or that single mom in your church right now, and you can see him plain as day sitting alone in church. Maybe next Sunday, just say, "Hey, yeah, come over here. You guys come sit with us today, right?" And I mean, just that—just sitting in a pew with somebody—how much of a difference that can make, definitely in their life. Absolutely. And so, you know, obviously, these are conversations you got to have before mm-hmm. you get into relationships. You know, right? You know, faith and finances and politics Shoot. sometimes are the ones that. Right. That can really cause still problems. Still telling my husband who I voted for. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but those things can really cause problems in relationships. Right. And down if there's the road. problems in relationships, then it's not going to be blended very well. <laughs> no. Right. If the mixer isn't, you know, spinning <laughs> right. all together. Yeah. Then the the blending process isn't going to be a good thing. Right. And it's the same thing. And so. Yep. You know, these are tough conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's even, you know, tough in the podcast form for us yeah. to, 
to kind of open up and share some of these wounds today, but right. they're important. And, yeah. and we've if lived it can them. help somebody else, right, you know, make your transition a little smoother, or maybe you're in the middle of this right now. Yeah. And that's what we're doing this for, y'all. And we want to hear your comments. We want to hear things that you have that have been helpful helpful for you with your faith in a blended family. And you can always send us a text, send us a message at 855-592-5536. And maybe just something you want us to talk about on an upcoming episode. We yes. would love to hear from you. Absolutely. So if you take anything away from today, if you are faithful... <laughs> Yeah. And, 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 and to your faith and what you believe and you persevere through yeah. good communication and, and just finding the right place for the family. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, that really is right. what it is. And like maybe you'll be like in our situation. It doesn't mean picking or choosing each one of each other. It worked for you. You right. guys ended up going to Jesse's church and it worked beautifully. That Absolutely. was God's plan for you. For us, we could not find peace in going right. to one or the other. So we went to our own church we just went to a completely different place and that's what worked for it's us a fresh start right so it's see a, like yeah. that's what this is all about showing you there isn't a cookie cutter way no. for any of us you have to find what's best for you and don't be afraid to do what's best for your family right so thanks so much for listening yep. to today's blended podcast uh tell a friend about our facebook page it's facebook.com backslash blended podcast yeah or on instagram at the blended underscore podcast so until next time y'all uh keep sharing uh, our podcast for yeah. us comment like meg said we'd love to hear what you guys yeah. would want to talk about so don't hesitate in uh sharing that with us on either one of those pages or sending us a text at 855-592-5536 and, uh, Until thank, next time. Thanks for joining our podcast. Thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.